a very good afternoon. It is Niall Boyle with you for the next hour or so. Now, of course, today is the budgie day. <laughs> I call it the budgie day. It's the budget. And it's a load of shite is what it is. Every single year, it's the same crack. We're told what it's going to be before it even happens because they just don't want any excitement on the day itself. They don't want people too disappointed. And, of course, it's the year before an election. So because it's the year before an election, you know, you get a few fake giveaways. You know, they kind of give with one hand and take with the other. That's what they do. They're never going to make everybody happy all of the time. Anyway, just to let you know very quickly what's in the budget, in case you didn't know already. Uh, there'll be a mortgage tax break with up to 1250 for homeowners. It will be on the table to those with a home loan of between 80000 and 500000 at the end of last year. Those who qualify will get 20% relief uh, on the increased amount of interest paid on the mortgage between 2022 and 2023. As it stands, people start paying taxes at the top rate of 40% once they earn 40000 That's going to be increased to 42000 That's not going to make a huge difference in your wage packet, by the way. Um, also, there is likely to be three energy credit uh, credits. Now, they changed it now. It used to be 200 quid last year and the year before. Now it's 150. And there'll be one before Christmas and two after it. So you're going to have to wait. You're going to pay your, your November bill on your own. There'll also be a double payment of child benefit before Christmas and a double welfare payment after Christmas. All social welfare payments will be rising by 12 euro. Now, that's everything, by the way. We're going to be talking about that today. That's including, um, you know, pensions. It includes disability payments, invalidity payments, uh, disability payments, all the different payments, including job seekers, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes. And the budget will also include the establishment of new saving funds where excess corporation tax revenues will be lodged. The tax credit for renters is likely to climb uh, from the current five. 100 to 800. The free school book scheme will be extended to students in the first three years of secondary school. Government sources say there is an agreement to reduce childcare fees by 25%, but that won't come in until later in 2024. That's not much good, is it? Uh, anyway, uh, there was a time when the old reliables were made up by the way of booze, fags and petrol in recent years however the old reliables have become old reliable. In other words, with tobacco the only one of the cash cow trio hit by higher taxes and it looks like by the way the cigarettes will go up by 50 cent. I don't think they're going to put up the price of pint of beer. But what was also interesting, they couldn't help families out. In other words, we don't encourage people to have children in this country. But yes, from a total of 13 billion committed to the budget, then the balance of 4 billion is expected to be marked for non core spending, which is mostly to pay for housing refugees from Ukraine. So they've set aside 4 billion to house refugees in the Ukraine in non core spending, but they can't give free childcare spaces. Isn't that mad, isn't it? Hey, we know where the priorities lie. Now, the reason I want to talk about particularly social welfare because I got a message this morning from somebody who obviously has been watching the budget over the last few days. Hi now, can you ask one of your politicians on your show, they tend not to want to come on this show by the way, uh, why they won't increase social welfare more? I'd love to see them live on welfare like me. I'm out of work for the last seven years seven years, and there is no decent jobs where I live in Dublin. The only jobs that are around wouldn't give you wouldn't give to a dog in shops and restaurants on minimum wage. If I took a job like that, I'd be no better off, and in fact, I'd be worse off. It doesn't pay to work in these jobs. And anyway, it's not good money for working your ass off. I've been I've given up applying for jobs locally because they're all the same. If I wasn't for it wasn't for the few quid I get delivering curries two nights a week, I would starve because everything is so expensive now. How is anybody expected to live on two hundred and twenty euro? Uh, if it wasn't for the hap, I would be on the streets and the government wouldn't care. Please don't mention my name on the show, Andrea. Sorry, Andrea, did I mention your name? Oh no, I've been joking. Her name is not Andrea. Anyway, she, so she works two nights doing curries. She's getting 220, which means it'll go up to 232 because it'll go up 12 euro. But the real question is, leaving aside other social welfare payments, 
And remember, of course, pension is a social welfare payment. You know, disability, invalidity, all those are social welfare payments. Carers allowance, all social welfare payments. They're all going up by 12 euro. Let's focus on one thing, which is job seekers allowance. Now, job seekers allowance are for people who are unemployed. We live in a country where we have a 4.5% unemployment rate. That's 4.5% of the population who are of the working population who don't want to work. Because let's be clear about it, there's no shortage of jobs. I have employers on to me all the time saying they can't get staff. But they just don't want to work in jobs that'll pay minimum wage, maybe. So should they have increased it? Should they have increased the job seekers allowance at all? Some people believe they shouldn't. Let me know what you think. The number is 085-122-55. That's 085-122-55. Welcome along to the podcast. Let's go to Paul Travaux, the celebrity chef. He hates me calling him the celebrity chef for some reason. I have no idea why. Uh, Paul, hi, how are you? <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Do you not like me? Being... how are you, sir? Do you not like being called the celebrity chef? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Such a celebrity, I polish tables and cutlery and glasses every night for a living. <laughs> well, when I spoke to you earlier on, oh, you, were, yeah. you were... Yes, what a world we live in, what an amazing budget. Everything is fine, let everybody go out and celebrate, huh? Um, when I spoke to you earlier on, Paul, you were chopping up ducks. Are you still chopping up the poor ducks? You there? Hello? Oh, hang on, hang on, we'll get Paul and Jason back again. I do apologise, we just seem to have a slight delay on the line. Hang on, we'll get the two of you back again. Okay, so remember, the question we're asking specifically is about job seekers allowance. I don't want you coming on and going, no, I'm a carer, no, I'm a pensioner, we need the extra money. Of course you do, you should get more, actually, if you ask me. Uh, that 232 is not enough for you to live on. But realistically, should job seekers go up? Now, the other job seekers payment, which kind of grinds my gears is the under 25, which is 19 to 24, with no dependents. Why are they on job seekers? They should be getting a job. Back to Paul, the celebrity chef. Now I have him back properly this time. Sorry. I'm back. You're back. Paul, are you, are you still chopping up ducks? You were chopping up cows yesterday. Now you're chopping up ducks. Yeah, yeah, chopping up a cow yesterday and ducks today. I needed I needed an angle to vent my rage. So I took it out on wild ducks. <laughs> but hey, I did ask you a question earlier on by text, but you didn't answer me. I said there was a local Chinese takeaway opened. I'm not going to say where it was, but suddenly the duck population has decreased in the area. I wonder, is there a link? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I better not, better not answer that one. I'll get myself in trouble. <laughs> you in trouble. <laughs> so, Paul, okay, social welfare payments. Look, the budget every year, it looks like they're kind of giving something away, but they're taking it back again. And we all know it's coming up to an election. So there's a few fake giveaways in there, which are not really going to make a huge difference to people's lives. But let's focus on one thing, which is the job seekers payment. Forget about the whole social welfare payments, but just job seekers payment. You know, this girl says she hasn't worked in seven years and she can't live on 220 quid. And she's on a HAP as well and working two nights to deliver inquiries. So, do you have any sympathy? Well, I tell you, in fairness to your texter, she has made a fantastic point by saying, it's not worth my while working. Which means the onus and the issue and the problem, as always, is in this beloved government that have now made it more beneficial to sit at home and not work than go out and work. And the problem is with the people in charge for making this because we're rewarding people to not work as opposed to rewarding the people that are working every single day. The, the handouts that have been given out in this budget now means that you're better off to the tune of nearly 2,000 euro with one-off payments from social welfare. And as again, we're talking about job seekers that are looking for this. So that means that 
I'm going to work every day. Sure. You're going to work every day. Everybody who's going to work every single day is not availing of this. I think it works out at about 1,800 euros different giveaways. Mm. So where is the incentive to work in this country? And we have tens of thousands of jobs available. It's a bit insulting when she turns around and goes, there's no good jobs, only the ones in shops and restaurants and that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's a bit insulting, but anyway. Um, yeah, well, she's having like, a go at your industry because I suppose your industry, to be fair, Paul, be it shops, restaurants, yeah. hospitality, it is the highest industry or the highest uh, amount of people on minimum wage. No, absolutely. Look, there's, there's no doubt about it that, okay, so there's, and there's only a small percentage of people in the restaurants that are on the minimum wage. And it's basically down to being a skilled laborer as to what, so you're not going to find a sous chef, a chef de party, or even uh, um, uh, like a, a, a kitchen porter that has good experience or a good bit of experience on them. They're not going to be on minimum wage. Same with your, your manager, your waiters, your senior waiters. They're not on the minimum wage. So it's people who come in for a summer job, three, four months that have never really done it before. Washing the pots. A lot of these people. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot of these people that come in and call a spade a spade. That's just a low skills job. And that's just where we're at. So it's not like that there's a lot of, say, long term people that are on the minimum wage um, in, in, in a highly kind of like the more experience that they have. Obviously, they're being paid more. Now, a huge issue that I have that's come out is that the government are increasing the minimum wage by 10 to 12 percent. And people need to realize that this government is the most anti self-employed small family-run business that we have ever had. They have done everything they possibly can to shut us down. And you'll hear fellows going, well, if you're not in a position to make money, well, then you should shut up and close your business. We have had a vast increase. We've obviously had, and this is like, um, there's a lot of businesses that are going through this, obviously. We've had our VAT increase. We've had the cost of energy. We've had the cost of doing business. And now they have turned around and put a 10% increase. And what people are saying, are you, do you not want to pay your staff more? It's nothing to do with that. It means the price of chicken goes from 20 quid to 30 quid in order because we all work on margins. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, the government are taking pretty much half of this back in tax. So it's a very clever way of just increasing tax. So the employee is paying more on tax. The employer is paying more employers RSI. And the government is getting more money. And don't forget that David Dar O'Brien and Pascal stood up and said, we need to get a billion euro for our Ukrainian refugees that are coming in. And we four billion, actually. In, in today's yeah, budget, they're setting aside four yeah. billion today. Yeah. And they said, we don't care. We will find it from somewhere. Well, they found it. Because what they have done is that the tax revenue that is going to be increased, because you don't just put up... But they've, they've also, can I just point out, in case people didn't know, they've also set aside three billion for climate projects for Eamon Ryan. Well... Well, <laughs> hopefully he'll be still asleep. He won't get to spend half of it before he's booted out in the next election. But but let, let's let's, let's go let's go back to the job seekers allowance. You are right. There is a discouragement for people on a lower wage to actually go out and work because if this person, it's a girl by the way, if this girl goes out and works on a minimum wage, she's not going to be much better off financially because yeah. realistically she'll earn four hundred and whatever it is, forty quid. Uh, no, well, for, somewhere around that, 430 quid for a week's work for 40 hours. She's sitting on her hole at the moment doing nothing and she's getting close on that and she's probably getting a hap, which she may not be entitled to a full hap if she starts working. She probably gets other allowances like a fuel allowance. I don't know what else she gets. So in other words, a lot of those things she may not get if she starts working. So she may be down on the deal. Like, so, so your texture is, is actually 100% correct. Well, no, but, but no I, I, I'm not going to agree with the text because it says here she's been out of work for seven years. I don't know anybody who's been out of work for seven years unless they're lazy shits. 
Yeah, unless they don't want to work. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But she, but she, like, so I'm not going to deny that part, but I'm saying she's actually right by saying, well, why should I work? Because I get more money sitting at home doing nothing. And that's the government's issue because they facilitated this crap so that they will reward somebody for sitting at home as opposed to rewarding for somebody who gets up in the morning going out to earn myself a salary. Mm. So, it's, 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 so the issue here is with these clowns that are in office. And yet again, so we come in and there'll be fellas now texting you in, this guy's always moaning, he's always giving out. And you always are always moaning in, in fairness, Bob, but you're yes. a good moaner in fairness. I'm, I'm always right. My moans are correct. So, so when we turn around and wonder in four, five, six, ten years time going, wait, what was the name of that lovely restaurant? Remember we used to always go, what was it called, the place on the corner? But oh, geez, they're gone bust. Where are they gone? Mm. When we see all these small, and this is not a figment of my imagination. We, I was only out last night and having a pint with a mate of mine in Kenmare, and we said to the barman, I said, you know that in 10 years' time, there won't be a single butcher in this town. There used to be five. There's two left because there's no money in it for the generation coming up to try and make a living out of themselves because it is so impossible to make money in a small family-run business. So in less than 10 years' time, Kenmare, in my, in, in my prediction, will have not one single butcher. Everything will be in the supermarket. Yeah, well, I, 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 well, mind you, I've noticed that myself. I do like going to a butcher's, but there's very few of them left now. A lot of the family-run butchers are all gone now because it's all pre-packs. For, for, for that very reason. Yeah. For the very reasons that they have put up the minimum wage. Uh, think about this now very, very simply, right? So the dear, beloved government that we have, turn around, but I really want to help that low-paid and that minimum uh, wage work. I really want to help him. Well, here's what we do, lads. How about the guy who's on a minimum wage, pays absolutely zero tax, no universal social charge, nothing, so that their gross salary equals their net salary. How about we do that, guys? Well, the reason why they won't do that is because that's going to generate no tax for them. So they have they put the owner... Yeah, on the well, but hang on, but it'll generate no tax for them, but it will save them, you know, uh, 230, whatever it is. Uh, well, it's 220 plus 12 now, 232 a week. So they will save money by reducing the tax for those who are on very low income. Well, they pay very little tax anyway, but reducing the PRSI and USC... Um, you know, so it would save them. So I don't know why they won't do it. Because it would encourage people to work. Well, of course it would encourage people to work, but it would also encourage people to hire as well, which is the, which is the big thing. Because, I mean... When well, I maybe we should just get tougher government. on the unemployed, because when you consider there's only 4.5% unemployed, which is, by the way, that's practically zero unemployment, because you're never going to get zero, because there's always going to be a cohort of people who don't want to work. But So if you just, for example, turned around and you said, well... You know, and we, we, we got strict about it, as they do in some countries, and you don't take a job, you'll eventually be cut off because there are jobs there. I don't believe there's no jobs right. there. In Switzerland, when you're made unemployed, you get 80% of your previous salary for the first year. Then you get 60%, and then you get 40%, and then you're told, good luck. Or, I tell you what, where you live in Dublin, I have a job for you in Galway. Off you go. And okay, you like I'm, I'm, by the way, there's a text just come in here and says... Uh, what would Paul know about hardship? He's clearly loaded. He's as bad as the rich politicians. All talk and no action. I'm only reading it. I'm, abs- I'm absolutely... I have so much money. I'm actually... Hang on a second. I'm sitting on it. I, it's just... You see, that's the thing. You're sure, your man has a business. And should look at him driving his car. And sure, what the hell would he know? You know, nothing about, you know, being probably five days off since April, working seven days a week, 12, 14 hours a day, just to keep the business afloat, to keep all the staff that we have in a job. You're right. We know nothing about hardship. As, has there been weeks, to be honest, has there been weeks that you've gone without paying yourself? Oh, Niall, I can tell you now, there's, there's, there's been months where I've turned around to myself and my brother and turned around and say, what are your expenses for the month? What are my expenses for the month? That's our wage. 
That's it. That's what we've had to do. And anyone who's listening, who's running a small self-employed business right now, is nodding their head in agreement. That we oh, no, I know, I know. I had my own business many yeah. years ago, and I did exactly that. I remember going yeah. to the till and taking out 20 quid for diesel for the car, you know, because I just didn't have any money. Yeah. Um, because I, I was worried about five staff I had. But, but Jack, do me a favor. Yeah. Stay, well, stay there, Paul, for a second. Maureen. Um, hi, hi. How are you doing? You're on the Nile podcast. You listen to Paul Travaux there, and, you know, he's basically saying the government are encouraging this. That they need to discourage unemployment, this four and a half percent who are looking for their two thirty two a week plus their HAP and everything else they get with it, you know, that they need to encourage them to work. Well, I can only speak for myself now. And um this two thirty two and this two thirty that people are talking about getting into your hand every week, that's not true. Because you've seen my slip and when it comes to summertime when the, the flu allowance we say is 33 euros, when all that's gone, with two country rent increases I had, I live on 185 euros a week. So I certainly don't live on 220 euros. All right? Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of crap anyway. And there are people, I know, I've seen people and I've heard people out there condemning people on the job seekers and they should be doing this and they should be doing that and they're getting everything for nothing. Well, I can tell you, I'm not getting anything for nothing anyway. I'm fighting for what I want to get what I need to get. Would I love to be working? Yes, I would. If I went out in the morning and picked up a few hours work here and there, that's going to hamper me to get my disability, which I need because of my condition. But now I have to wait a year and a half to see a rheumatologist before anything is going to be done. But, do you, I, but look, hold on, but you have a disability and you should be on a disability payment, not job seekers. Yeah, I the, know. Yeah, the system is but slow to turn, change you over. But, I but, have to go... But but Maureen, but Maureen, with the greatest respect, I'm not talking about you. This girl is sitting on her arse for seven years. And she's clearly said that the, she doesn't want to take a job in a shop or in a restaurant. Oh, oh right. well, I missed that because I... Yeah, because she says she's better off course. on the dole. Right. Yeah, well, that's a different story. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. I've worked in, I've worked in shops. I did bar work. I did all sorts of work. Yeah. I cleaned toilets. I worked with the Irish Wheelchair Association. I worked with Gorta. I worked with all these. I, I worked. I worked since I was 14, actually, in school holidays, seven days a week. Well, should they should they just get stricter on the payment? Because a job seeker's payment is meant to be there for people while they're transient between jobs. You know, okay, there are it, times yeah. there are times in our economy, like, say, 2010, where genuinely unemployment went up to 16.5%, where there weren't many jobs. But that's not the case right now. Yes. Yeah, I mean, well, Paul can't get staff. I'm sure if Paul put an ad in the paper tomorrow for, you know, waiting staff or whatever it is, I don't know, Paul. Can't you, yeah, you can't get him. Paul, have you put an ad in the paper recently? I, you know what, Niall? Contrary to the trolls' tweets on Twitter when I put up stuff, we're, we are blessed because we have a great team that have been with us for a very, very long time. So it's very, very rare that I'm actually looking for staff. It's, we're, we're absolutely blessed with the crew that we have. And, and it's not because, obviously, I stand on their necks every single day, you know, and I whip them and I, you know, tell them to work 14 hours a day. It's actually because, you know, we have an awful amount of respect for the guys. We work really well together and we take very good care of our team. That's, so we're lucky. But I can tell you one thing. There's very few people who are going to say that because every single window, whether it be Killarney, Westport or God knows where, is, is, is looking for staff. And when we say that we're at a 4% uh, unemployment, it's because so many of our youth have left that's why, that's, why, that's why there's so many positions available is because so many of the youth of this country have left because it's not only like where am I going to go and work or what am I going to do, it's where am I going to stay, how am I going to afford to pay my rent, how am I going to do all this, and it's all a spin-on 
effect on the decisions that the government have made over all the years that they've been in charge, which is why we're in this absolute mess, in my opinion. Okay, well, stay there for a second, Maureen. Thank you very much indeed, Paul Travaux, the Celebrity Chef. I appreciate you joining us today. I'm going to come to Jason in a second. Going to take a quick nine-second break. The Niall Boylan Podcast. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text Ireland on 85 100 Did I say that too fast? <laughs> that was me trying to do the effect. <laughs> the Nile Boylan Podcast. All right, let's go to Jason. Jason, hi, how are you? Good afternoon, Niall. Good afternoon, Jason. You know, I mean, this girl who wrote in the email saying 232 just doesn't cut the mustard. She's out of work seven years. No excuse there. No, there isn't really, no, is there? There's no, there's no issues. Well, no, but she's one of thousands in that situation, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. Well, 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 we know that, but we've always had that. I mean, it's always been more beneficial to stay on social welfare. Mm. Well, for some people, you yeah. Know. And then some people just don't want to walk out. Yeah. We've always had that. I mean, when you make it easy for somebody not to walk, they won't. Why would you? If somebody's giving you something for nothing, why would you want to go out and break your bloody arse? Well, that has to stop. Yeah. You know, there has to be a... Yeah, but you know, don't get me because, wrong, if somebody can't work, that's fair enough. Yeah, no, but see, there are the people that deserve all the help, and there are the people that don't get it. I've always said that. You know, I mean, there are people on here saying they're out of work years and years with their backs. My back is completely destroyed. Absolutely destroyed. My missus has helped me get dressed most mornings. I still get out and get to work. Mm-hmm. But it's because it's in certain people, and it's not in others. If you haven't got work ethic, if work ethic wasn't put into you, you know, when you were growing up by your father, yeah, or your mother. You're not going to have it. If your mother and father were the type that let you lie around in bed for when you were 15, 16, all summer long and on your holidays and let you drop out of school, you're doing nothing with your life. So it goes back to that. But we have a generation of that. We'll not do manual labour. Is, like, is 232 enough for somebody who's unemployed? No, it's not. No, it's not. Not with the cost of living. But then when we give them everything else and that, they're not on 232, as you said. Like, a, a, an unemployed person I think with a kid or two, so we walked out now. It's not nearly 70 odd grand a year with everything they're entitled to. Or we'd have to earn 70 grand to be on the sort of, sort of lifestyle they're on. Yeah, you know, our situation, I'm better off on the bloody dog. I couldn't do it though. See, let me just let me go back to Maureen. Maureen, I'm not having a pop at you, right? And as I said already, you're unable to work because of your illness, right? That's a different kettle of fish. But when you say you're only on 220 I, and you've only yeah. 180 left after, you know, your rent is taken out and everything else, right? To- yeah. To have what you have, like, for example, you're in council housing, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, or in a HAPS, a HAPS game. Is it, what, are, what are you on? No, ha- no, 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 no. Council housing. Yeah. Okay. To get a house similar to the one you have would cost somebody, I don't know, 1500 two grand a month. Well, well, I'm in a house, actually. I'm in a flat because I well, had flat. a three-bedroom years ago, yeah. So yeah. the two-bedroom was much easier for me to manage. Okay, well, two-bedroom two apartment. killer. Yeah, don't nobody use the word flat anymore. Yeah, okay. Well, I use flat. I <laughs> Okay, so I'm you're not in. Over the apartment. Okay, so you're in a two bed. That would still cost you about thirteen hundred to seventeen hundred a month. So that's mm. that's thirteen hundred to seventeen hundred a month that you're technically getting. The fuel allowance you get, most people don't get that. So again, that's money that you're getting. Now you might only say that you've one hundred and eighty hour your your dole every week left, but you've more than that because realistically. If you didn't get those things paid for, you'd have to pay for them. No, that's the summertime. What do you mean in summertime? I live in 185 euro on summer. When no, wait, wait. We get 33 for it's fuel allowance, right? Per week. 
A bag of coal is 50. Yeah, but no, but, but if you're working, you get nothing. I know. So, so what I'm saying is that's worth 33 a week to you. Yes. Okay. So, so the and also the two hundred and twenty is two hundred and twenty. The the rent that your, your your council house that you're living in would normally cost an average person to rent a house like that somewhere between thirteen hundred and eighteen hundred, depending where you live. So what That's I'm saying right. is, yes, I know, I know. I've so all that adds I up. Rent yeah. My life as well. Yeah. So all that adds up. Do you understand what I'm saying? So to say, I do understand what you're saying, but yeah. I'm just talking about me in 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 my situation, and there's many more like me as well. And another thing, now, there's, there's a lot of people on this job seekers allowance, but I tell you something, I know a few of them, and they're not scammers either. You know, they're well, not... Who, well, who's on job seekers that's capable of working? Who is? That's not a scammer. Well, there's a few around my area here. So you know people who are capable of working, but they're not? Yeah. They're unemployed? Yeah. Yeah. Who? Well, I can't give names. No, no, I'd rather not give you the names. But what I'm saying to you is, there's loads of jobs, Maureen. Well, where I am now, there's not. I'm in quite a, not a very big town, down here in West Cork, and well, I, I can tell you that there is not. And any jobs that are there, it's mostly the young ones, and with the condition I have, I could apply for No, well, not you. I'm not talking about you. Then, yeah, but the people you know is If I wanted to, I would love to be out doing something, right? Ja- okay, well, okay, okay well, hang on. Jason, do you buy that there's no jobs in a particular area? Well, in certain rural towns, yeah, okay. In the bigger towns and villages, there would be where there's lots of uh, shops and restaurants. Now, but if you do go out into rural Ireland, there isn't like good. I come from. We live in a village. It'd be a medium size. There would be many jobs, but that's not to say that there's none. But there wouldn't be many. But and the public transport in rural Ireland, as we all know, is shite. But if you're not working and you're young, there's nothing keeping you there. You know, like I moved out of Dublin. You know that way because mm. there was nothing happening in Dublin. It was too expensive. So guess what? I packed my bags. And we know for a better life, cheaper life and a better life. Because see, people don't want to sacrifice, Niall. Because it's everybody else's problem. It's the government's fault. It's always their fault. Now, I'm not a, I hate the government. Don't get me wrong. I've been on to you about them. So I'm not a jury. But what I'm saying is people don't want to do anything for themselves anymore. It's easier now to play the victim. I'm the victim. I'm the victim. There's the oppressor. Please help. And we know what charities are like in this country. They love... They love it, you know that way. I go, oh, we'll go out and we'd help all these and help all these. You took all the money by the charities, they could build all the houses they bloody needed. So, you know, we, we people have to take responsibility as well for their own actions and people just do not want yeah, to but, but in the old days, when somebody, I mean, I, I have a huge issue, for example, with the under 25s getting the dough. Shouldn't get a penny. They, not when there's full unemployment. Now, when when unemployment is high, yes, we can relook at it again. But when you've got full oh, unemployment, I, I had a fella on the phone there a while ago on the radio telling me his 21 year old son. He was pissed off with his 21 year old son because he was sitting at home playing his PlayStation all day. And then he kept saying to me, "But he can't get a job." I said, "Where does he live?" He said, "Dublin." I said, "He's 21 and he can't get a job in Dublin." I said, "Are you kidding me? There's something wrong with him. He's just a lazy but- shit." Because he's not looking for a job. He's probably telling him he's going out. He's probably not going, you know, showing up. Or when he's going in, he's probably sitting there slouched in the chair. Yeah, well, you want me to walk here? You know that way? So they just don't want to walk. And then we'll scream and roar that these illegals coming over, blah, blah, blah. They want to walk. And we won't let them walk. Stay there for a second. Let me just go to Joe as well. Joe, hi. How are you? Uh, not too bad, nice. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Joe. So, Joe, I mean, the job seekers announced was increased, just like all social welfare payments, by twelve euro. Some people are saying it's not enough. Some people are saying don't increase it at all. You're just encouraging unemployment. 
Well, I think the problem is, right, the whole social welfare thing is broken down in this country. And I think, number two, uh, the problem is a lot of the people who are getting the job seekers, like there's a lot of, as you just said there a while ago, there, you made a great point. There's a lot of people, especially uh, young people, especially people uh, like Gouges now, who are on uh, different um, benefits, like, you know, mm. and... The majority of them like shouldn't be on benefits at all. They shouldn't be. They should be out doing. Uh, they should be cleaning the streets, really. Do the day's work. Around there, yeah. The highest fucking like I see them myself here in in the city here in Cork. The majority of them are, they're going into penny dinners. A lot of them. Yeah. They're getting free dinners. They're going down then to the the place there. There's a place there called the Haven Cafe. They're on um, Bachelor's Key. Now I'm not going to go into any other details about it. But there's a gang of them in there, and I'll tell you something, the majority of them, if they, they, they could do at least a couple of hours' uh, work if they wanted to. They're just sitting there, banging their heads on cocaine, the whole lot of them, like, you know? So what do you do? Do you, do you refuse to give it to them? Do you, do you get very strict when it comes to job seekers' allowance in particular? Well, I think, and say, well, I think if you're not going to get a job, we're not giving it to you. Yeah, well, I think you have to get strict. But unfortunately, our governments over the years, Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, the whole lot of them, have left to get out of control. And then the problem is, you see, it's not just them. You have other parties like the Socialist Party who who want to destroy the economy. They said, I I heard a comment last week from a, a prominent TD who said that they want to give up to three, 300 euro in uh, benefits. Now, you know and I know, now, if they were to do that... So you'd never get people working. An, yeah, you'd be in an inflationary situation like that could go on for decades. Um. But I think that the majority of people, now I know a lot of people who are doing jobs and they're doing other little bits and pieces like that and they're getting their benefits. But they also use their benefits. Like, they also use their time to help other people in the community. Like, you know, they're doing um, meals and wheels. Like, you know, mm. they're doing delivery work for people. Now... Well, good. well should, should, we cut, should we start cutting people off who are not making an effort to get a job? I would say so, Niall, yes. I think that we're in a different situation now than okay. we were back in the old days. Yeah, Maureen, is that a good idea? Should we cut people off who decide that for whatever reason they're not going to apply for jobs? Well, if they're not going to apply for jobs and they're perfectly Thank able you. to work, well, yes. I wouldn't say anything wrong with that. Yeah. So, in other words, if you're not looking for jobs, you're not going for interviews, and I don't know how they monitor that because I know that people get away with it. I remember I mentioned that years ago when I had my own business, I had this yoke came for an interview. We were looking for staff at the time. And this yoke came in for an interview, chewing, chewing gum and smoking outside before she came in for the interview. And she looked like she'd been dragged out of bed. And I just looked at her and I said, firstly, you're late for the interview. Secondly, I said, you stood outside the door smoking and chewing, chewing gum for the last half an hour. And she says, yeah, what of it? She said, well, you just signed that for the social welfare for me. I said, I will not get out of here, you clown. So what I'm saying is yeah. she clearly didn't want the job. She was just doing it because she was sent by Entrio yeah. or somebody like that. So well, that's all they do. They, once they get somebody to sign it to say they turned up, that's all they have to do. They, they'll they get sent every now and again by Entrio or Solace or wherever it is sends them. And they get sent for a job. Maureen, can I ask you a question? And, and yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to you because, I, you know, I love you on the show, Maureen. But when, because you're out of work and you're on Job Seekers Allowance, do you get harassed by the social welfare to go out and work? Do they ever contact you and say, you know, you're supposed to be available for employment because you're not on disability yet. Uh, do they come to you no, and send you for interviews? No, what, 
what they do is and and what they used to do they've stopped now because I just told them out straight they send you a form and they say um I remember two years ago we I had to go to one of the hotels down here in town but this was once a week for about six weeks to sit in front of one and she was on a computer and I tell you Niall the questions asked I thought to myself what the hell is this about and I said to her what's this supposed to do how is this supposed to help me get a job? I mean, she just stopped short of asking what colour knickers I wore. And I got fed up of it. And I said, listen, I said, I can find my own job. I said, if I, if I could work, I said, I wouldn't be coming down here to you. But I did it. So they sent it to me. But I didn't go for the second one because it was pointless for me. And they punished me by taking 40 euros off me for two weeks. But they gave it back to you. No, no, they didn't. Well, no, you're back on your full payment now, aren't you? Oh, no, but I'm talking about two years ago. Yeah, but yeah. they took 40 euros off me for two weeks. But as that, punishment. But that's what they do. But they have to do something, Maureen, for people who are not going to make an effort. Yeah, but I was making the effort, but it just... Well, yeah, but you well, packed it in. You didn't You didn't complete the course. Yeah. It was totally unreal well, okay. just sitting in front of this one. And in the, last, in the last two years since you've been on Job Seekers, have they sent you any... Thing to say, have you been for a job or what interviews have you gone for or have they sent you anything? Yeah, they have. They sent me, they sent me one, I think they sent me two last year. Two and in the whole I year? I just sent it back to them. Yeah, no, they sent me two again last year and I just sent it back to them and said, look, this is what's going on with my GP waiting to be seen. I need my dis- disability. I said, I'm not available and I haven't heard from them since. So and the fact is they don't really check it too much. No, they don't. No, so, uh, are you, as I said, you're, you're waiting to ch- switch over to disabilities. That's a different situation. But for those who are unemployed in the country and on job seekers, they're not bothering to check. Hang on, let me go to Tony. Tony, yeah. hi, how are you? Hello, Morris. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Tony. Tony, well, Maureen kind of sums it up there. Now, you know, they don't bother even checking. They don't even encourage people to work. You know, and I'm not having a go. There are genuine people out there. You know, but there are people yeah, out there who are screwing the system. Like one of them, and she's living yeah. on a shoestring as she is. I don't think her being targeted by social welfare is going to solve any problem. I no. really don't. But but, but, a but should we be increasing like it? Said, yeah, well, they have to increase it, Noel. It's the system that's taking the forward four billion. It's what the hell is asylum seekers next year? And if they can give NGOs Ukrainians, six yeah. and a half billion, yeah, yeah. Six, it's not for Ukrainians. Well, that's it's what not the, for Ukrainians. Well, that's what it says today. But I'm reading it from yeah, the Irish no, Times. That's how they disguise it, but it's not for Ukrainians. It's not for Ukrainians. They, they've, they've set aside four billion, which is mostly to pay for housing refugees from Ukraine. That's what they said. For refugees, yeah, I fully agree with it. But we have a big cohort in this country who's coming in and they're not refugees. They're coming from France, they're coming from Germany, they're coming from Belgium, they're coming from England. And you can't blame Irish people. If Irish people like our game in the system, like you can't blame them or what you look around you. Or if you just have a look around you know, and you can't expect someone to go out and walk for 400 quid a week and they might lose a medical card, they might lose their hat. And they're going to be down. Like, you have to look after yourself. Yeah, but, what, yeah, but, what are you, but hang on. Still but, but, but what are you going to do? You can't expect people to live on that. For, well, they shouldn't be living yeah, on Yeah, I'm it. talking about a certain cohort of people in this country who we've seen zooms and busts. And you see old Paddy, he has to go down. He can't take a job because he missed the 2.25 at Kempton and he goes in for his field points every day. 
It's them people that should be targeted. Yeah, but just look, it's people who've never worked. Yeah, but there's four and a half percent of the work. There's four and a half percent of the working population on job seekers allowance. Right. Okay. You know, yeah, it's, it's a substantial amount people, of people. Yeah, but there's certain people, and they've never worked. And it makes no difference whether there's a but, but, but that's unacceptable. The rest of us have to go out and get a job, or if we're on disability or invalidity or whatever it is. So it's unacceptable that you don't want to work. Well, yeah, I know, but it's also unacceptable for to ask that lady for to stop getting her hat and for to have her medical care taken away and to be down... This is the, this is the, this is the girl that's, yeah, this is the girl that sent in the email. She's seven years unemployed. Seven years. Yeah, yeah because it's not worth a while going to work. That's not, but not that's not an argument. It's not worth a while. But she has to look after herself. She must look after herself because yeah, has, people, people have to take personal responsibility. She is taking personal. No, she's responsibility not for herself. For herself, she is. She is not. So I, I live off other people's money. I live off taxpayers' money. But hold on, Liz. There's billions and billions being allocated to people who've never paid a penny. But that, that's, it, it, that's it, don't, but they, no, no, no. What you're doing now is you're getting into what aboutery. And I agree with you, by the way, in relation to refugees. We shouldn't be spending that much money. We've better things to spend money on. I completely agree with you. But that's what aboutery. I'm talking about this. This is also a problem. When you've got somebody who's seven years unemployed and won't take a job. And by the way, she said about, where's the bloody email gone? She said about it, uh, oh yeah. The only job she could get are working in shops and restaurants. You wouldn't give a dog a job like that for minimum wage. Well, no, I don't agree with that either because I've worked all my life. Yeah, I worked in shops. Yeah, sitting around working in a shop. Like I was working in the markets at 12 years of age. Yeah, but her argument probably is, why should I work in a shop? Well, I'm getting the government are giving me the HAP scheme. I'm getting, you know, 200, well, it'll be 232 it's into my hand. the government would stop a HAP scheme if she did take that 400 quid a week job. Well, they wouldn't. They just reduce it. That's where the problem lies. Yeah, and they probably take fifty percent off. Or yeah, but most of us don't get hap schemes. But yeah, most of us are not getting a hap scheme. You say, "No, I've never got a hap scheme." But I've never I'm a surprised. Scheme. I'm surprised that you told me that you're defending this situation. I really am. No, I'm not defending the situation. I'm the. Yeah, no, I'm not defending the situation, though, but the amount of waste in this country is unbelievable. And they can come up with the money. And they can come up with the money if they want to. Do me a favour, stay there for a second, Martin. I'm going to come to you straight away. The Nile Boylan Podcast. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text Ireland on 085 100 2255. Did I say that too fast? Yes, slow it down. <laughs> That was me trying to do the effect. <laughs> 085 100 The Niall Boylan Podcast. Martin, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Niall. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Taking a yeah. lunch break. Ah, that's a good. I'm glad you're enjoying your lunch break. Uh, Martin, I mean, 12 euro extra social welfare payments. I'm just focusing on the job seekers aspect because I have an email from a woman who's unemployed for seven years but delivers curries every now and again and gets a HAP scheme. And she said it's not worth our while taking a job. So should we be increasing job seekers' payments? Well, I mean, for some, yes. You know, there are there are legitimate cases and circumstances out there, but just uh, uh, for me to make a real judgment on this, I think there's not enough context in that email. Elaine read it out to me, but there are a couple of comments I would make. She referenced the fact that there are no what she called decent jobs in her area. Yeah. 
yet she says she delivers from a takeaway twice a week or something like that. Yeah, so I presume, yeah. I presume she has some kind of transport. She obviously has a job. Yeah, but she obviously has a car. Well, well, she obviously okay. has a car if she's doing deliveries. Well, that's that's my point. Yeah. Um, you know, we seem, we seem to have, and it's not it's not just people, it's not just, for want of a better word, working class people. We seem to have a huge cohort of people in this country who have, you know, they have permanent entitlement syndrome. They think they're entitled to all kinds of things. Now, I am not claiming to be anything special. I'm just like the vast majority of people in this country. Like ourselves and I, walked on my life, you know. The only time I've ever been out of work was once I had a an I had an accident, an industrial accident, and people say, "Oh, well, you got a claim." No, I didn't. To get a claim, you have to be able to prove negligence on somebody's part. If there's no negligence, you yeah. don't get a claim. That's it's as simple as that. I looked into it. I couldn't afford the barristers to fight the state and the whole lot. It wouldn't have worked out. The only other time after that was between jobs a couple of years back. I took a month off at my own expense just to kind of, you know, to get to get my head together and get well, back well, in line. Well, Job Seekers is there for that purpose. You should, I mean, you should have got Job Seekers for the month. That's the purpose I, of Job Seekers. It's but, there no, to no, give you no, a helping no, hand while you're between I, no, jobs. I, I understand, but, but you see, I already had another job lined up. Yeah, okay. I wasn't Fair seeking enough. a job. I didn't want to go through all the, all the, all the faff, the paperwork and the jumping through. Yeah, just for a couple of weeks. But, <laughs> I get it. But no, 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 the point I'm making is Job Seekers Allowance is the the clue is in the title. It's for job yep. seekers. But we have so yep. many people in this country and, and in fairness to Maureen, she said nobody's really been in contact with her in two years. I think twice last year. You know, are you looking for a job? They're, they're not even checking. Do you understand what I'm saying? They're not even encouraging people to get work. Yeah, well, but that, that gets back to a point that I often make now, you know. This government sucks at everything. They can't get anything right. I mean, look, look at you know, look at the, look at the money that's being spent on things that are completely frivolous and. But is it the government's wasted. job? She said that her arse for seven years. No, it's it's not the government's fault that she's doing that. But at the end of the day, the book stops with certain ministers. If the civil service aren't doing things properly, but, you know, the, the the minister is being paid. You know, certain ministers are being paid very, very well to make sure that things are done properly. But they just, they basically, they offset it, they set it to the side and let the civil service run everything. And as I've said before now, the the prime objective of the civil service is the propagation of the civil service. And it means that the bigger their, the bigger their departments, the bigger the budget. The bigger the budget, the bigger the department. It's a, it's a vicious circle. Yeah, but, but, I, but, yeah, but I, I know, and, and Paul Javot was blaming the government earlier on as well for making it too easy. But we all have to take some level of personal responsibility here, and we have to blame. Yeah, but we have to blame people at some point as well. You can't blame I, I everything on the I'm government. In, I'm in. I'm in total. I'm sorry. I'm in. I'm in total agreement with you. But the simple fact is that yes, we do have to blame individuals. But you're always going to have a cohort who will take advantage, whether it be take advantage of of other individuals on an individual basis, or whether it's taking advantage of society because you know states, yeah. we are a fairly caring society and that that extends right across but should we get tough Martin sorry sorry for rushing yes. but should we get tough yes ab- absolutely absolutely because at the end of the day I have no you know I have needs I have medical needs that, that I feel are not being taken care of 
So, tell, well, well, there you go. Tony Martin believes we should get tough on people who are claiming job seekers allowance. Maybe like a job, maybe like job fair, the same way as they do in Germany and America and other places, whereby when you lose your job, yeah, and then there's a sliding scale. In other words, if you don't get a job in six months, the money drops. You know what I mean? Yeah, but just like 100%. No, but we have elderly people now in this country and people that have worked all their life and they're having to make a decision whether to weak. I know, and I completely agree with you. By the way, putting the pension up by 12 quid is not enough. People have worked all their lives and pay tax should, should absolutely get more. I'm talking about specifically people on job seekers allowance. The other one as well I have a bugbear with is people under the age of 25. Now they get a reduced level of uh, job seekers, unless of course they have a dependent. They get a reduced level of job seekers, but they still get it. If you're under 25 and unemployed, you're a waster. There's no excuse. No, you're a There's waster. There's no excuse for you. Like if you're an able body and you're able to go to work, but that comes down to bad parenting as well. And there's a vicious circle in families, like the whole families that don't work. Oh no, I'm well, it's generational, well aware of that. Let me go to Sarah as well. Sarah, hi, how are you? I'm Brad, Niall. Yeah. We're all having great fun there. Yeah, it's entertaining, isn't it, to say the least. Yeah, so Sarah, get, getting back to this girl's email, should, I mean, do you feel yeah. sorry for her? She needs to go kick up the hole to get out <laughs> for the job. Bear the name of days, 84 months sitting on her arse. Like, and she's talking about it's no good jobs. And yeah, she's riding around pizza. What's she expecting? Yeah, she's like, delivering curries. Yeah, stuff. delivering curries. No. Delivering curries, collecting job seekers. You know what you should do, right? You should have something like 18 months here. If you don't get a job, right? You either go and educate yourself, whatever you'd like to be. Put the money into that. And get them a couple of quid in the side for the bus fare or so, or a lunch. And Sorry, Martin. What are you trying to say to Sarah there? Go ahead. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't that I wasn't directing it at, at Sarah. I, I'm, I'm wondering from what I've heard, this girl. She she says uh, basically what she's saying is she's too good for some of the jobs that are available. That's what she's saying. Now, yeah. She <laughs> yeah, she is delivering curries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hang on one at a time. Just let Martin finish what he was wanting to say back to you there. there. Go, so go you know, delivering yeah, delivering yeah. curries delivering curries won't show up in, in you know in your tax assessment. No. But what I was what I was wondering was, what did she do before she became unemployed? How long did she work at that job before she became unemployed? You know, it, like it really comes, it really comes across to me that she thinks she's too good for certain jobs. Now, for me, I don't care what job you're doing. If you do your job well, there's an there's an inherent and innate dignity in going in getting up and going out to work. And that work can be all kinds of things. It can be a stay-at-home mum taking care of her children, or it can be you know somebody sweeping the streets or, but, or see, doing but, but Martin, there are people like that in this country i had a girl on the radio going back a while ago there she was a librarian a qualified librarian so she said she had studied and got a bachelor's or whatever it was as a librarian 
And uh, there's no jobs as librarians, unfortunately, because libraries are getting few and far between because the internet has kind of taken over a lot of the, the position of libraries. But in saying that, she said she wasn't willing to work at anybody else. She, and her argument was, I've spent years training to be a librarian. Why should I work in a restaurant? Yeah, but I mean, she spent she spent years training as as a librarian, not an astronaut. There were skills that she learned, picked up training to be a librarian that are absolutely transferable into other sectors, right? Mm. I, I don't buy that argument. That's that's yeah. But she would. She said she'd been offered jobs in restaurants and all sorts of things. She said, I wouldn't do that. Okay, well, so some people okay. believe that's kind of beneath them. Sorry, Sarah. Go ahead. What, Sarah? No. There's no one, like, I swear to God, right, I hated school, right, I got, I got to know school, right, and my mother and father says, well, you needn't think you're going to be lying around here for the rest of your life, lying in bed, whatever, feeling sorry for yourself, right? I was 15, 16 years of age, I ended up doing a catering course for six months, and I was still underage, and I says, when I'm 18, I'm going to collect the labour, that's what exactly what I said to myself, and I did another fourth course, right? And I did, like, and this thing, you know what you turned around and you said to that girl with the chewing gum and the cigarette in the mouth? I remember going into Fisper asking them to stamp the form to say that I was going to look for work. And because I was from Ballymun, he turned around and he said, there's no way would I give you a job coming from Ballymun, right? I went up to the private matter hospital and I went into Temple Street Hospital. And I got a job in Temple Street Hospital. Now, right, this is through my own ignorance and my own stupidity. Yeah. I was so young and I guess I was walking in Temple Street Hospital and the manager came down it was the help board at the time like was coming around and like through my own stupidity I turned around and I said I am not doing that and that was it that was the end of me then for a couple of years right and I was on the labour for probably for around seven or eight years scrounging off the doll doing scamming them left right and centre because at the time you were able to collect the doll and then you were able to go around to social welfare and collect them their payment, right? Yeah. I was doing that for years, I'll right? And then I had to cop on, right? You know my background, right? I had to cop on, right? And I had no education behind me, really. So I ended up, when I was 27, I ended up going back down the sea scheme. And I was washing pots. That's what I was doing. Washing pots for 20 euro extra a week, right? And then I was building up my experience and then I was educating myself. I had to go back, do my leave and Went back, did other courses that I needed to get where I am today. Now, I'm not like, I'm not blowing my own trumpet here. It was hard work. No, no, the, the point the point you're making is if you can do it, other people yeah, can do it. Yeah. Yeah, but now my back is in a heap. I could be out work. Like, I should be out work. You know what I mean? But I don't. I go into work. Well, that's, but that's because you have a good work ethic now, and, and you've trained yourself well, and the point you're making is, if you can do it, anybody can do it. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. It's not that hard, right? I got my face lift there, right? And I knew that works in the HSA, right? You do work hard. People, I know people say that you don't, but like in healthcare, you do. No, no, I'm, I'm absolutely sure you do. I wouldn't want to do your job, with the greatest respect. I, I, it's too I, hard I, for me. I get my no, but no, I get my face lift, right? And I get premiums, right? And when I looked at my payslip, right, 1,800, right, 1,800 euro, and then you see 900 of that going on tax. And that's not like your normal tax. That's just being taxed on that alone. And then you're also getting taxed on your normal wages. Then you're getting taxed on your pension. Then you have to pay a pension levy. So, like, it's coming out of our wages left, right, and centre. No, absolutely. By the way, there's a text in here that says, why would anyone bother their whole working when you can sit on your arse and get paid? 
Don't blame the woman, blame the government. There is nothing better than free money. And your caller, Jane, uh, just sounds jealous. I think she's talking about you, actually, Sarah. It's not her name. It's, uh, yeah, well, Sarah Jane is her name, yeah. I suppose. Are you je- Are you jealous? She wants to know, are you jealous? Oh, of course I am, yeah. I really am. Jesus, hi, well, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Cormac. Cormac, hi. How are you? I'm very well, Matt. How are you? Good, Cormac. I mean, okay, let's focus back on the question. The original question was job seekers allowance. Should we be increasing it constantly? I would abolish it. You'd abolish it altogether? I would. And what I would do is I would give a person an opportunity to draw full unemployment benefit for six months. And I would apply a three strikes and you're out situation whereby... If they turn down jobs offered to them three times, all benefits cease. Because these people are sitting at home, they're consuming utilities, and free money is enhancing inflation. Now, the inflationary situation is so bad at the moment that if the EU and the United States were were corporations, there'd be a qualification on their accounts as a going concern. Mm. So uh, this job seekers allowance is a pure contributor to inflation and there is no reason why somebody should not be working within a six month period on full benefits for six months. There's job uh, advertisements, every shop and every restaurant and every town and village you go to in this country at the moment. And it's much easier to get a job when you're in a job. So I, I would abolish it altogether on the grounds that the, the politicians in Europe and the United States are, are grossly contributing to massive inflation. The United States and the EU are technically bankrupt. And what are they doing? They're increasing interest rates to reduce consumption and at the same time giving out free handouts. So we're going to have a major collapse, in my opinion, of the two economies. And their only solution is to devalue those currencies. So I you know what, Niall? Yeah, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, sorry, I, I just feel like all these people, right, that are going around on job seekers and, like, scrounging off, like, there is people out there that really need money. And, like, I, I do see it. And it's horrible to think okay. that you have people out there scrounging off social welfare <laughs> and they're able to go out and get a job, right? <laughs> but I guarantee that all of these people that are doing that, the government has agenda behind it. See, Cormac, people will say to you that there are people within society, unfortunately, don't have a work ethic, and if you take the money off them, they'll end up in poverty. I'm not talking about taking the money off them. I'm talking about giving them more money for six months. Giving them No, 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 no. Let, let's say they're perpetually unemployed, and there are perpetually unemployed people out there. Well, well that's their problem. Well, the argument is if you take the money off them, they still might not go and get a job and they'll just sit on the side of the streets. Well, Niall, at the moment they're sitting at home consuming utilities that we're all paying for, watching television, using electricity, consuming our money, taxpayers' money, when they could be out after a six-month period on full benefits. And if they turn down three job offers in that period from the state... They should be let sit in the street because they shouldn't be consuming our tax money. 
they had that 15 or 16 years ago. If you didn't get so many, if you went, right, see what Niall was talking about, bring it back to Niall, Niall example there, you had to get her coming in. Like, you had to get a mark, I think it was for three times. Yeah, that's and right. if you didn't get it, both, they cut you off. Exactly, no, yeah. but Niall, listen, uh, can I make a comment here? Uh, I, I agree with what that lady is saying, but primarily uh, the problem is that the country will go bankrupt if this continues. There's rampant inflation at the moment. Times have changed. We're not back in the 60s and 70s and 80s when the economy was booming and we could afford to give inflationary payments to people for sitting on their backsides all day. It's a different world now. Okay, well, sit, well, hang on. Stay there for a second. Let me just go to Dave as well. Dave, hi. How are you? Dave. Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, I, oh, yeah, I don't, he's got to collect the dough. Dave, are you there? Yeah, I can, I can hear you. Yeah, perfect. Sorry. You're just you're miles away from the phone. No, no, no. I think my phone's on the way out. Oh, okay. All right, come on. Okay, so Cormac says, you know, if you don't get a job in six months, you should be cut off. Um, I don't necessarily disagree with that, to be fair. You know what I mean? But, like, you see, like, I, I know of people, particularly single-parent families, where they'll get benefits, their heads are just above the water, um, and if they do get a job, um, you know, say, your half is decreased. And, yeah, I know not everybody gets half before you have a go at me. But I'm just saying, like, um, you know, their half is decreased. They may lose medical care. They may lose stuff for the kids and stuff. So you, you're kind of in a trap between, like, you do, do I get a job and then lose all this stuff and then I go down in money every month or do I just say... But how, sorry, excuse me. How are they any different to pensioners? No, the, exactly. The full I, unemployment yeah, benefit, no, 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 the full unemployment benefit is, is, is equivalent to a pensioner. Yeah, payment. and you know what? How I'm, I'm, listen, I, I, over here, hold on a second. I fully believe that pensioners every week should be getting a lot more money than they are and they should be getting all the benefits that are available Absolutely. to them. Yeah. Because they work their entire yeah, well, lives. Why, why, well, 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 why should somebody who's refusing to work get a payment equivalent to a man or a woman who's contributed to the state for 50 years in their lifetime? Why should she mm-hmm. get um, uh, his money and her money effectively no, from the pension I fund? Don't, it's outrageous. I don't, Listen, I don't fully disagree with you, okay? And the people I'm talking about, to be fair, are few and far in between, you know? And I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, huh? There's a large amount of people out there who are perpetually unemployed. No, 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 I'm not talking about... If you're arguing that the benefits should be increased, I would agree with that, but only for six months. Okay, sorry, go on, Dave. No, what I'm saying is the people, the genuine cases, the people that find themselves in the trap of being on welfare or in poverty, they're few and far in between. The perpetually unemployed need a kick in the arse. That's why I don't disagree with you get full benefits for six months and then you get a job. You know, I like, but like in extreme cases where, I don't know, single mother living up a boring road down the country, people like that. You know, I'm not saying they should be exempt, but we just, you know, don't make the system so rigid that you will have people like that who will fall under the bus and become collateral damage. You know, I mean, we do have a very, very generous welfare system in the country. You know what I mean? But at the same time, we do also have one of the highest costs of living in Europe. So you're not comparing like, you know, it's not like someone in Ireland is getting like, um, you know, it's like 300 quid a week. And yet we're living in a country where you wouldn't have hold on by a pint for two euros. But we shouldn't be in a situation where it's beneficial to be on social welfare. 
No, it shouldn't be. It, it shouldn't and be. and for a lot of people who are unskilled, it is beneficial to be on social welfare. Mm-hmm. You're better and off. I don't and I, listen, I don't disagree with that. But at the same time, we are also at 4% unemployment. We are at like one of the lowest levels of unemployment in the history of this state. And by most metrics any economist would use, you, that's, usually that's as good as zero because you'll always have people... Well, we need to change the whole system. If I was in charge and it was my responsibility, I would increase the minimum wage to a decent living wage. I would abolish social welfare for those under the age of 25 and with no dependents. And I would make it more difficult to claim job seekers benefit after six months, like Cormac said. And that would all balance out. And then I would assist employers who are given out about, you know, the minimum wage being increased, which I understand. I would assist them by paying the employer's PRSI. Yeah, but as well, and if I listen, if I was making the rules, I'd go one step further. I would raise the cap for the likes of um, medical cards. I'd raise the cap for the likes of the fuel allowance, and I'd raise the cap for the likes of the work and family payments. Because I know people like to say it's only people in social welfare get help from the state, and you know the anecdotal stories. Of, oh, I know someone's been on welfare twenty mm. years, and they go on five holidays a year, and go home and sit on their goal. Yeah, that shouldn't be the case. If you, by the way, if you're on, uh, you know, a job seekers allowance. I'm sorry to disrespect people who might be on Job Seekers Allowance, but if you're on Job Seekers Allowance more than six months, you shouldn't be heading off to Tenerife for the summer for your holidays. You should, Because you shouldn't be able to afford to do that. Because that's the luxury of working and making a living and earning your own bloody money. Stay there for a second. Let me go to Morris. Morris, hi. How are you? Oh, Noel, I've been listening since the very start, and I'm just coming to the conclusion. The government are winning in this situation. Do you know why? Because I've listened to the people that have very little turn on the people who are in a poverty trap and are poor. And that's what they do. They turn people on people. I'm all right, Jack. Look at them. They should get nothing. And that's, that's the whole theme of this conversation. One woman wrote in saying, what do you think? There was one woman who contributed to this situation, Sister Stan from Focus Ireland. And she said, give them 20 euros to lift them out of the property, uh, the poverty trap. Now, if, there, if there's a woman that's at the cold face of homelessness, of struggling, of poor, helping the Irish people all her career, for nothing other than to help people. But, but yeah, I, Morris, I, when it comes to social welfare payments in general, I believe everybody yeah. should get an increase in line with the cost of living. What we're talking about, what we're talking about is able-bodied people who are unemployed for a period of six months or more. That's yeah. unacceptable in 2023 when you've got practically zero unemployment. But see, it's the government's way of controlling the people by giving them something to keep them quiet to get votes in the next election. They've conditioned people into this lifestyle and this livelihood. And then the rest of us are gobshoots and we turn on them. And who's winning? Every year they're in look, getting their votes. So, so, you, so you, don't, you don't agree with what Cormac says? After six months, cut them off if they don't take a job. Listen, if Cormac wants to go and see what it is to be poor in this country, go and live as a... I have uh, been poor. I have been poor in my life. Go and live as a social independent for six months. We've all been poor, but we didn't know because our parents well, protected what, uh, us from us. Well, I do apologise. Hang on, I will get you back again. I can, if I can get Morris and Cormac back there and Billy, I do apologise. Um, sorry about that. Um, we got to take a break, quick break. Anyway, we'll do that now. The Nile Boylan Podcast. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text Ireland on 085 100 2255. Did I say that too fast? Slow it down. <laughs> that was me trying to do the effect. <laughs> okay, five one hundred double two double five. The Nile Boylan Podcast. All right, sorry about that. I do apologize. Uh, now.
let me get back to, sorry, I'll get back to Morris and Cormac in a second. Morris and Cormac obviously disagreeing. Uh, Morris believing that, you know, this is what the government want. They want people arguing with each other. They want the race to the bottom, so to speak. Uh, Cormac makes a good point that if you're on job seekers allowance more than six months, nice. well, then you should be cut off. Um, by the way, I'm just looking at some of the texts coming, coming in in relation to that. Some people believe that Cormac is being heartless. I don't think he is. I actually agree with him. Well, when I say I agree with him, I always believe we should have had what they call job fair. Now, job fair is something they operate, I think, in Germany, America, for many other places, whereby when you lose your job first, you're getting given a large percentage of what you would have earned. And then after, say, three months, it goes down to, say, 50% of what you earned. After six months, it goes down to, say, I don't know, 20% of what you earned. And then after that, it goes down to the basic minimum payment of, say, $100 if you're in America, which you can't live on. And what they found, before people get to that bottom tier, they suddenly get a job. In other words, because nobody wants to earn that much money. So, sorry, Morris, getting back to what you were giving, yeah, you, you were giving out to Cormac there, basically saying it was a race to the bottom. Now, okay, I, I, I don't, I, I, I'll ignore his disparaging comments. Now, I want to make a different oh, point. Disparaging about it. I'm talking the truth here. You don't like listening to the You're truth. You're not talking the I'm truth. Talking the you, truth. You, you, you said if I find out what it is to be poor. You said if I do know what it is to be poor. Yes, I, I do. do know what it is, and I come 12. from a background where I know what it is to be poor, and I know what it is to go without food in my belly. That's why you I held every job for the last I did not years. know what it was to be poor. No, you before you judge you, people, I said to you, go and live like somebody on social welfare that's struggling, I and then come back like and somebody. judge them. I have done it. Well, why I did are you it for 25 years. About it? Yeah, why are you Sorry? pontificating about it then? Why are you pontificating about it? You are. I know. Well, with the greatest respect, Morris, he's just making a suggestion. The question I asked was, how do we get rid of people who are permanently dependent on welfare or on job seekers allowance? And That's he's and he and he, yeah, and he's given a suggestion. After six months, if they refuse to get a job, cut them off. But the thing about it is, they're not going to refuse a job if they know they're going to have no money. Sorry, 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 Morris. Say it again. So they don't go to refuse a job if it's going to lift them off the dole and they're getting better money and they feel as if they have something to get up for in the morning rather than be a slave for 400 euro a week. What do you mean Isn't a slave for 400 euro a week? better than... How, how do you There's think nobody. pensioners are surviving? How do you think pensioners are surviving? Very they're frugally. They're in exactly the same situation as an Sorry? Not I said only are pensioners in the same situation, they pay tax. They pay tax on their yeah. pension. And what did the government do to the pensioners? They took the medical card off them again when they were 70 years Correct. of age. We I don't, think, we're in, I don't, think, I don't we think there's a real disagreement between us. I want to make another point, if I might. Go ahead. What people are misreading here is macroeconomic affects individuals ultimately because it goes down to the micro level. If you continue to give people free money, you're going to have rapid inflation and that will deteriorate their benefits overnight. And that's what's happening at the moment. So we have to yeah. curb inflation. Otherwise, the people at the lower rung of society will, will be in abject poverty in two to three years' time. The EU and the United States governments are adopting a policy of interest rate hikes to reduce consumption. At the same time, they're giving out free money. Free money will cause rampant inflation. And the two major economies at the moment 
the United States and the EU are adopting fiscal policies that's going to bring them into ruination. And that's my concern. I'm not not criticizing. Yeah. I I, I think, Morris, you know, take into context what Cormac is saying. If you say to somebody after six months, when you're in a society where there's full employment, and there essentially is, you can get a job, you you can walk down the street and somebody will offer you a job, right? And now it may not be the job you want, and it might be a minimum wage job. But when you're in society where there is employment available, you shouldn't have to be giving job seekers allowance. So in other words, if you say to somebody after six months, give them a fair bit of time, six months, listen, you now have to take a job, otherwise we're cutting you off. They're not going to do that. What they'll do is they'll take the job. Yeah, because they're not going to say because nobody's going to want to sit there with no money. Noel, can I ask you one question, Noel? What you said? Yeah, Noel. Mm. Hi, Noel. I just wanted to ask you a question. You were saying there about uh, let's cut the people under twenty-five off. Yeah. Just to give you one example, I know a lot of school-going kids that are carers or are either alcoholic or drug-taking, addicted parents. You couldn't be cutting them off, Noel. No, but I, no, I did state that anybody that was under 25 that didn't have dependents. Yeah, well, no, if, if you're under 25, Morris, and you have no dependents, you, should, you shouldn't yeah. be getting the dole if you're living at home. They should oh, get the same that, treatment as everyone else, Niall. They should be given six months to get a job. Well, okay. I just think we have a very poor opinion of young people in this country. And if we don't like Correct. them, uh, get the boat, get out, get the boat, get out. Go on over to England or Australia. We don't need you here. That's the attitude. That's what's happening. you can't do anything That's for us, happening. get out of this country. Okay, well, stay there. Let me just bring Billy into this as well. Billy, hi, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Niall, I can't believe what I'm hearing here. Like, this, this woman is on the social welfare, on Job Seekers Allowance for seven years, yeah? Yeah, seven years. 82,000 taxpayers' money for her seven years, right? She said she's she said she's working and delivering curries in the evenings. Yeah, yeah two nights curries, a week. Right? So yeah. she's, got, she's got a car. She's putting petrol or diesel into that car on that 82 grand a year. She's getting money from delivering those curries. So she's defrauding the state by having employment outside of what she's declared. Yeah. And now she wants to get her extra 12 euro a uh, 12 euro a week. No, what she's saying the 12 euro a week is not enough is what she's saying. Oh, it's not it's not it's not enough. Yeah. It's not enough. Is this is this woman for real? We have a, we have an unemployment rate of 4.5% in this country at the moment. Every shop, restaurant, um Hotel, bar, everywhere, they're looking for staff. They're all looking for staff. And did did the last commenter there, Morris, say that 400 euro a month in take-home pay was slavery wages? Yeah, that's that's kind of what he said. It's actually more than 400. What's 11.50 now is the minimum wage, so it's a bit more than 400. But are they not not increasing the minimum wage? They are, they're increasing by 10%. To to 12.80. Yeah. So and and this is this is on the cost of living commission's recommendation earlier on in the year that they increase it and the government in fairness to them are increasing it. And by the way, can I point out right? even if you are on the minimum wage, you will get assistance from the state for rent and other things as well. So you're not only you're not just going to be on 420 quid minimum wage whatever it's going to be at the time. You will get more than that because the state will assist you. And if you have a husband or a wife and you have kids, you'll get a family or, or income dependent. supplement. Yeah, you got family getting, income somewhat. Yeah, you get. You, I think it's. I think it's twenty five percent extra on your social wealth or on on your job seekers allowance for each. No, no, I'm talking about somebody who takes a minimum wage job. You're not going to be stuck oh, yeah, on that. Yeah, you get still, money. You'll still, 
you'll still be looked after. So yeah. like, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, job seekers allowance is, is just that, job seekers. If you're not seeking a job, you should not be getting it. And this is not directed at anyone who's on disability income on long-term or long-term disability or anything of the such. They, those people should be looked after. Pensioners should be looked after. But people who are of the working demographic who do not have a medical condition that precludes them from working in a full-time environment and are long-term unemployed for seven years, as in this case, should not be given job seekers. So what, so what do you do then with Joey or Billy or Mary the Scrounger, who's been on, unemployed for 12 years, who's generational? Because there are generational people who are in families who have there, never worked in their lives. There, there, are, there are, Niall. And, and in fairness, I would say that there's not a lot of them, although we all probably know of them. So I would say that, you know, in, in terms of the generation, it's probably not as, as as widespread as we would like to think. But anyway, taking that out, you you know, you, you have to, you have to start cutting them off from from pardon my language, but the teeth of the state. You can't keep just giving, giving, giving because it, it devalues work. It it you know, it really does devalue the, the getting up. And you know, someone someone earlier on mentions the, the, the you know, having a purpose in the day, getting up and going to bloody do something like it's good for your mental health, it's good for your psyche, it's it's good for you in a lot of in a lot of different ways. Socially, you know, I just don't I can't comprehend people who have been on the welfare for that long. And you know, um, I've I've worked shitty jobs in my life now. I'd rather work a shitty job on shitty money than take and just do nothing all day. Stay well. Stay there a second. Let me go to Jane as well. Jane, hi. How are you? Hey, Niall. How's it going? Good. I mean, a lot of people today saying, you know, if you're on in more than six months, it's time to go. You know, you got to get yourself a job. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse for it whatsoever. I'm glad to hear my this. My godson just turned eighteen. My godson just turned eighteen. Did his leaving cert there in June. Finished it. He passed. But first thing he went out and did was got an apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. Good man. And he's now working with the he's now working with the the, the CIE bus. And every bus that you see going around Dublin city centre does advertisements for join us, get a job with us, earn nine hundred quid a month. I mean, people should be lining up around the corner to get that second apprenticeship. But isn't it mad? No they, they can't. They can't. No matter where they're applying. Or, I mean, I've spoken to loads of employers over the last couple of years, and they can't get staff. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, why would anybody want to sit on the scratcher and not get a decent because job? Because it's handy for some people. Well, some people are just wrong. used to it. They're just yeah, oh, they're grand. They can live on it, and they don't have to do anything for it. But on, on, yeah, on but the they're taking like money out of taxpayers' coffers. Yeah, sorry, you know, I mean, yeah, sorry, Billy, what are you saying to Jane there? Uh, sorry, Jane, and, and I agree with you. And for going to your, your godson for getting an apprenticeship, but like there's apprentices out there that are training that are getting less than they'd be getting Absolutely. on the social welfare. Yeah. They're, they're still going out. They're getting, a, they're getting a skill. They're going to have long-term stable employment after that. And you have the lads who are on the scratcher looking at them, laughing at them because they're making less money than they are on the scratcher. Which just, it, it, morally speaking, how can you be so twisted in your in your attitude towards work? I seen a load of during the summer there. I was passing by a green, and there was a load of locally, and there was a load of gougers all hanging around drinking cans of Dutch Gold. Right, there was about ten of them uh, sitting on the green at two o'clock in the afternoon. Clearly, not a job between them. Right now, they're all getting the dough. They're under twenty five, probably between eighteen and twenty five. They get the dough. I firmly believe there should be no dole payment for people under the age of 25 who are able-bodied. Why would you be under 25 and not have a job? 
I just don't get it. You know what I reckon, Miles? At the end of the day, if you're 15, 16, you do your inter, inter like your your inter. Yeah, you're in Jane, you're showing your yeah. age now, I tell you. You're inter. <laughs> Go on. You're yeah. inter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't bother going back to school after that. I think, basically, there should be a law implemented where it's implemented in Sweden, it's implemented in Denmark and Switzerland and what have you. If you don't do anything with yourself and get a job within six months, you should go straight into the army. It should be implemented straight into law where you go into the army for two years. Then put discipline and manners on them. Yeah, there's a few of them. There's a few of them out there. We can put discipline and manners on. I can tell you to be honest with you. But so, so you agree with Cormac then? So if you're unemployed, and look, job seekers' a payment is a great payment for those who are in between jobs, looking for a job or whatever. You know, it gets them by just for a short period of time. But if you're on it more than six months, I'm assuming you would agree with Billy then and Cormac that you should be cut off unless you take a job. Absolutely. Well, I mean, like there's part-time jobs out there, Tesco, Boot. They're all advertising for jobs, and you can get part-time jobs if you're still in school, if you're 16, and you just want to do it 20 hours a week or whatever, or work two nights at the weekend. It's all there, and they just couldn't be bothered. Stay, well, okay, we'll stay there for a second. Let me just go finally to Norman if I can, because I've got to wrap this up in a second. Norman, hi, how are you? Hello, Anais, how are you doing? Good, do you agree with Billy, Cormac, Jane? Oh, I don't agree with any of you. Oh, Jesus. It's such a sad, it, it, I don't know what planet you guys live on. Why? Are you living in the real world? Or yeah, we are living in the real world. Yeah, yeah. You understand nothing about economics. Uh, nothing. Yeah, we're all thick. Myself, Billy, Jane, and Cormac, we're all thick. You're the same as this. I'm Let him finish, Billy. Let him finish, Billy. Go ahead, Norman. We're subject to this trickle-down economy, or you're an eight that's talking about this economy. Yeah? Yeah. Where the rich get richer, poor get poorer, and you're worried about some guy drinking it from a can of beer or something. Dutch gold. Who has no life. Dutch gold, whatever. <laughs> I would, well, the place is over here. So it's scandalous. But anyway. But so, sorry, it, sorry, Norman. You're, you're oh, in, no, 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 are no, you no, in employment, Norman? No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. I have my son unemployed, right? You have a son unemployed? Yeah. Oh, he was. Oh, he was. Can you put yeah, the phone yeah, back yeah. up to your face, Norman? Sorry. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. He was unemployed. Or, or, yeah, yeah. For he how long? He for a job. I say about six months, eight months. And how old is he? Uh, he's, he's 23 new now, but he was 21 or something, or 20 at the time. Okay. But he didn't He didn't apply for job seekers allowance, okay? Okay. Yeah. What's the, what's the point you're trying to make? Well, the, the point to make, you, well, first of all, he was uh, not applying. Not everybody's applying for a job seeker allowance, even if they're allowed to. The second thing is, he actually went for a job another country and he got a job and got on great had to find came back here right applied for jobs no replies yeah they don't even have the decency same with my daughter months out of work applies to all these places they, they, they hardly ring you back they, they don't even some have places decency. don't yeah some places don't no a lot of places don't I went with them myself uh, it, but it depends on the types of jobs you're applying for I went on um, I've gone to done stores at Tesco they're screaming for people, but they can't be bat at their backside to to make to name contact. So that, that, all that nonsense used to come out with is pure myth. So luckily, is that when it's not with the grace no, no, no. Luckily, he found a job, got a experience, and is now having another job now. 
and it's getting nothing but loads of compliments. Do uh, fantastic. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. But no thanks, to, no thanks to the government, and no thanks to Arsenal. No, no, he got up and got a job himself. Well done to him. What's yeah. the point? I'm yeah. still lost. And now, my daughter, and now my daughter is now on a minimum, like she's uh, working in a theatre. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All last week she had no work. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not that busy. This week. Is she on a zero hour contract? Exactly, yeah. Well, they're, and they're, they're not illegal now. Well, no. She had to. She, I thought they got rid of zero hour contracts about three years ago, did they not? Oh, mm-hmm. well, nothing. Uh, no. She, she, uh, they can barely give her. Well, if they're not giving her the hour, she needs to get another job. Well, that's she's doing. That's she's there enough for the interview. Okay, today. Well, so I, I, I'm still missing the point you're trying to make, Norman. The point, the point okay, sorry, Billy. Well, hang on. Billy wants to say something to you there, Norman. Hang on. Billy, go ahead. Like, Norman, I, I came into the workforce in 2009 during the, 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 the big recession. I went through what your son yeah. went through. I sent out CV after yeah. CV after yeah. CV. Hundreds, yeah. hundreds of CVs. Yeah. Yeah. Until yeah. I got my yeah. first job. And then I was able to work Great. my way up from there. Like, I, you're, you're making points yeah, about... Tonight. You're making points about... No, yeah, you, you, you have no idea. Than, I've worked in Holland and I've worked in Denmark. They know how to treat people there. Here they don't. Uh, yes, I wouldn't work for an Irish player if I was paid ten times the amount. Because there's, there's absolutely there's no haven't a clue in Holland and Denmark and elsewhere. D- don't tell me I don't have a bloody clue. Would you stop? You're talking about trickling You haven't a bloody clue. You haven't. You haven't a bloody clue. Absolutely <laughs> clueless. You're talking about trickle down economics in an economy and, where yeah, the and, and earners pay fifty percent of the tax, which is wealth distribution. Yes, the Come top economic earners are paying the majority yeah, of the yeah. tax in this country. It's it's yeah. fair and black well, and white. More fool day. One more fool day. Well, no, not more fool day. That's the way an economy works. Low income earners, which the majority of people in this country are low income earners, they pay very little tax. We're told we have the most advanced. Uh, uh, would call us a tax system in the world. Oh no no no! We have, the, we have the narrowest. We have the narrowest tax. No 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 no! When the when the economists come on the radio, they keep talking about we have the most fair system, tax system. Yeah. No no. I've worked in Holland. Hang on. With the greatest right, nobody likes the tax system. Nobody will ever like any tax system because it takes money off you. But in the level of fairness, I suppose it is the fairest system. But but Norman, I, I'm we've got off on a tangent a little bit about your family there and all their their woes. No, no, no. Uh, but the point no. is, if you're unemployed for six months in a country where we only have four and a half percent unemployment, which is essentially zero unemployment, because you're always going to have a percentage that don't want to work, why should you keep giving people money? Well, they're going to spend it. Oh, people who have money in the, po- people have money in their pockets. No, no, people have money in their pockets. I would give people a universal wage. For, how, but for how long? How long do you how long do you abide by somebody who doesn't want to work? Forever. Forever. Yeah. Are you, are you worried about two or three percent of maybe don't want to work? Is that what, you, what keeps you awake at night? Doesn't keep me awake but at night now. Brother, want to create a proper society. A decent. Yeah, hang on. Jane wants to say something to you there. Jane, go ahead. Yeah. You know what? Self employed are the most taxed bracket in this country. My husband walks his backside off six days a week, yeah. 12 hour yeah. days, and he pays 52% of the year. Yeah. So for and every quid of it, it's gone to the government. Do you tell yeah. me exactly how he is he made fair in this country? And people just want to sit on their ass and do nothing. You're looking at the wrong people. You're, you're, you're attacking the wrong people. You're, you're being conned by the rich people. 
by the banks, by the politicians. Yeah, but, but, but you, you told our researcher when you come on, the 12 euros is an insult and should be index-linked. Studies, economic drives them uh, crazy, the extra charges and taxes school and books. Okay, so what you're saying yeah. is it, you don't even think the 12 euro is good enough. You believe more should be given. Far more. So well, then, what's the, well, 20, then, well, then what's the point working? Far more. How, how much should you give somebody who's unemployed on job seekers? How much should you give them? I would, I would give everybody a universal wage, which is enough to cover their, of, their living costs. Of how much? Of how much? I, I don't know. Uh, more than what it is now. What? What's what? Five hundred like, a week. Five hundred a week. How much is it now? Every man. Yeah. Two yeah. Thir- it's two thirty-two now from the budget today. Two thirty-two. Two thirty-two oh, oh per person. So, and you want to increase it to five hundred? Easy, yeah, sure. It'll be no, spent okay. here in the no, local economy. It'll produce money. I did. I did. Am I right in thinking, Norman, that you actually are an economist? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Do you You're an economist, do, really. do you, Can you imagine what it would do to the economy if we gave people? Now we're talking about a cohort of people here who are yeah. unemployed for more than six months at a time where there's no unemployment, what it would yeah. be like to hand them all 500 quid a week. Just there you go. So, you, so you, why you, would you they ever want to get a job? There'd actually be more. That 4.5% would increase to 7 or 8% very quickly if you could get 500 quid for doing nothing. Well, if, if you give, if you give people... 26, 26 grand a year to everyone. Yeah. For doing nothing. Yeah. 26 yeah. grand. Yeah. Sure. Scratch so, Where's the money yeah. going to come from, Norman? Are we going to borrow that from the ECB? Are we, like, well, how are we going to fund that? Uh, ECB, yeah. Well, they're, what, they're, they're happy now to give what, it now, so, I think. Sorry now, sorry, sorry now, Norman. You're, you're an economist. So yeah. let's have an intelligent yeah. conversation yeah. on this just for a second. Yeah. You're suggesting okay. 26 grand a year for 5.2 million people. Like, have, have, you done the, have you done the numbers on that? Or are you just picking up 500 euro out of the sky and putting it on, on, on this show just for the sake of being devil's advocate? Because that, that's a huge amount of money to be giving. For, I, didn't say, I, didn't say five, I didn't say 5 million you people. You did, you said 500. You said, well, you, you said... Yeah, for 5 million, you don't basic, but, you said I don't think a, we have to pay you're saying a universal. You're saying a universal basic yeah. income. By yeah. the definition, universal basic income would go to everyone. Which will be. I think it's three. Point, I think it's three point two million people are working population. By the way, no, it's, it's not a universal basic income. Nile. The, the concept is that everyone. Will yeah. Have no, I know. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I know. I know. I know what I mean. So there's three point two million people in the working population in Ireland. I think. So okay, they so they're the people who are available to work. Yeah. Even three point two. Okay. Three point two million. Twenty six grand each. Where are we going to fund that from, Norman? Where's that coming from? Where does all money normally come from, anyway? Where does it come are from? We, are, we going to, are, we going to, are we going to continue yeah. to print the money? Are we going to cause hyperinflation yeah, to, to do this? <laughs> so causing hyperinflation to give 26 grand a year, which is 83 billion a year. I, I think, I think, I to, think 40, to, uh, to, 40%. to all the working people. Sounds like there's one for everyone in the audience there, doesn't it really? I, just, <laughs> I think, I think over... Norman, you're not, you're not, I mean, you're not really putting your economist hat on you here, really, are you? Because you understand... The ramifications of handing out too much money. It creates massive inflation. You do understand the ramifications of that. Of inflation? Um, yeah, people yeah. need to get jobs and work for money because if we don't, it creates a problem in society economically. Yeah. But as, as you said yourself, most people want to work. That, that There's a myth that people don't want to work. There are. The, well, the point that we're talking about today is there are people who don't want to work. 
Yeah, okay. Because they feel, they're, they feel they're better off on the dole. Yeah, fire. Fine. And if you hire, if you increase the amount of money you give, though, that cohort of people, I'm not talking about people who can't work or people on invalidity or pensioners, but if you, ta- if you increase the money for that cohort of people who don't want to work, you will give them less incentive to work. Well, I believe people don't need that incentive. I think people want to work. They have a, a, oh, most a goal people in do. life. Some yeah. people, well, most people do, but some people just don't. Do. John yeah. are in the field with a can of Dutch gold. He doesn't want to work. He'd yeah. be quite happy to take your 500 quid yeah. off you. Yeah. Sure Actually, to be honest with you, I don't know. Jane, would you like to give up your job and get 500 quid a week? I gave up my job a while ago because I had to look after my parents. They were in their 90s. You know? well, they, well, you're a carer. That's the yeah. difference. Again. I got offered. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, and the carer's allowance from the social, they said, I'll give you a tenner. That's what I got offered. There's 115,700 people unemployed in the Republic of Ireland as of some September 2023. So we give them all 500 quid each a week. Yeah. But your person just there was a Jane who was a carer. How yeah. many carers are there in Ireland working for zero and have been for decades? Well, yeah, when you say working for zero, they get a carer's allowance, but they should get a lot more, by the way, because they're saving the state a fortune. Lads and ladies, listen, I'm running out of time, unfortunately. Thank you very much indeed, Billy. Thank you, Norman. And thank you to Jane. We got involved in the conversation. I'm blown away that we would think that by giving these 115,000 people more money, that we'd actually make a difference to society. The only difference that makes is it'll push up inflation. Let's be clear about it. Bottom line is, there is a cohort of people, and I don't want to have a go at people on welfare because I'm not. People genuinely deserve welfare. Welfare is there to help people, to give them a leg up during a difficult time. If you're on disability, if you're on invalidity, if you're on a pension, if you're on any of those other welfare payments, you deserve more because the cost of living is difficult. But if you were somebody who was unemployed, unemployed, at this present moment in time, where there are signs on every shop window looking for staff, every restaurant, every hotel are all looking for staff. You don't deserve that money. I agree with what Billy said earlier on. I agree with what Cormac said earlier on to some degree, not what Morris said, but what Cormac said. If you're six months on job seekers and you're an able-bodied person and you haven't taken a job, you should be cut off or put onto a very minimal payment. Because there is no reason for it. There is no reason to sit on your hole and take taxpayers' money just because you think, I'm not going to take a job in a restaurant or a bar. I'd be far better off sitting at home on my hole. I get nearly as much money and the state will give me a house and everything else that goes along with it. You're robbing the taxpayer by doing that. You have a duty and a civic duty and a societal duty, just like everybody else, to pull your weight. We all have to pull our weight. It would be nice if we didn't have to. And I do, by the way, look forward to a time very soon where we will reduce it from a five-day week to a four-day week to get a nice balance in life. But for the time being, like everybody else, you've got to get a job. Otherwise, you're a waster. And that's the bottom line, isn't it? You're a waster. These wasters, these oxygen wasters that I saw sitting in the field one day drinking their Dutch gold at 22 years of age, they should be cut off the dole. They shouldn't be getting any money from the social welfare. They don't deserve my taxpayers' money because they're wasting oxygen I'm wasting taxpayers' money. Bottom line is, they should be cut off and forced to get a job. Now, you monitor that, of course, and you say, show me where you've been to get a job. But it gets to five months on a job seeker's payment, you start putting the pressure on. Show me the interviews you've been to. Look at the stadium. Who'd give you a job? By the way, yeah, that's how you should be part of it as well. When you look at somebody, I saw a guy one day, he was unemployed, and he had nose rings through his nose, 
eyebrow wings, rings to his eyes. He had a mohawk hairstyle. He dressed like a toe rag. And I said, who'd give him a job? Nobody would give that individual a job because you couldn't trust him. He looks like a waster, like a scumbag. So you have to say to these people, look, you're going to have to, you know, sharpen yourself up a little bit there. Give them an allowance maybe to, or buy them a suit. Buy them some nice clothes and say, get out and get a job. You help people. I'm not saying you don't help them. But if they don't want to take your help, they don't want to take your assistance, well, then you just cut them off and say, well, look, you're on your own. You're obviously a waster. That's how you do it. Anyway, by the way, don't forget to support the show. I want to give you an opportunity to have a voice every single day on this show. You've heard everybody's opinions today. We listen to them all. We don't censor any opinions. But I like other radio shows that sense them. It's a fully interactive show. WhatsApp, texts, Zoom callers, as you know, we have every now and again, too, or Zoom guests. It's Ireland's only live, fully interactive show. It's the only one. And we want you to continue to have that. To provide that, of course, costs money. So we have to pay for it. We're not making any money at the moment. We're not getting paid for doing it. As you know, I have my own job on radio. That pays my wages. And that's paying for everything else here, by the way, too. So we want you to help us. There's three of us working on this show. We don't get any money. We work hard to give you this opportunity. So please support us. To those who've already supported us on our website, thank you very much. For those who can't afford to do it, because maybe you're on a low wage or whatever, and your other things you have to provide for, we understand that too. That's why every single day you can watch it and listen to it for free. You can also go to our website and download it for free. Listen to it for free of charge. Go to Spotify, listen to it for free. We're not charging you for that. All that we ask is if you want to watch any of the previous episodes, you can go to our website and we ask you to subscribe. It's five ninety nine. It's the price of a pint of beer. Well, after the budget today, it'll be less than the price of a pint of beer. Five ninety nine a month. Once a month, we're asking you, just buy us a pint of beer or an expensive cup of coffee from Starbucks. So that's once a month. We're just asking you for that. So please help us out to continue to do this every single day. And if there's anything you want us to talk about, by the way, you're welcome. All you got to do is WhatsApp us on 85 Or indeed, you can email us, nile at nileboylan.com. If you go to the website, there's a contact section there. Send us an email if there's something you want us to cover on the show. We'll gladly do it for you if we can. So please support us. Go to the website and register there to support us. That's the best way to support us. You can do it on Twitter too if you want to subscribe. But the best way to do it is through the website. Just click the register button and click five ninety nine a month. And please support us. We'd really appreciate it. If you want to give us more money than that, you're quite welcome. Just get in contact with us. Anyway, listen, thank you very much indeed. We'll be back again tomorrow at 12. Until then, have a great day. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 85 100 the Nile Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms.